March 16th, day 13. Impatience, active waiting. You're trying to eat grass that isn't there. Why don't you give it a chance to grow? Richard Adams, Watership Down. The light had been green for a while, and when the car ahead of me finally moved, the traffic light had turned orange, that blessed space between yellow and red. Forgetting for the moment that I was on my way to church, I stepped on the gas and raced through the intersection, but when I passed the little blue sedan that had once gotten in my way, it hit me. The driver was going to see where I was going. He was going to see that I was driving onto campus. He was going to connect my driving and my temper behind the wheel with my family of faith. And I didn't want that. Partly out of embarrassment over what I had done and honestly partly out of fear that the Blue Sedan's driver was a church member, I decided to throw him off the trail. I passed the church, drove to the next light, and made a U-turn. On my way back, I thought. I prayed. I reflected. I reflected on my impatience. I reflected on my angst. I reflected on my driving in all the other ways, big and small alike, that my testimony of Christ has seen. Life is filled with orange moments. It's filled with orange decisions. Between stop and go, there is the orange gap of waiting, and few of us are prepared to do it. We do not wait well. We fidget. We gripe. We worry and stew. We do everything else but wait well. And Satan loves it that way. In fact, patience seems like an old-fashioned notion when impatience is the most accepted sin in America. We are an impetuous people, a culture of immediate gratification. Everything seems to be available now, and we have been trained to expect it now. But the reality of the spiritual life is unlike anything our on-demand age has taught us to expect. It requires silence. It requires endurance. It requires stamina and resilience and perseverance and Those virtues are learned only in the quiet, slow ebb of God. They are found only in the acquired by practice skill of active waiting. And I know that seems a contradiction in terms, active waiting, but it is, in fact, the beautiful, unsettling invitation of Lent. To wait. To prepare. To lose ourselves in the ultimate powerlessness of right now and to trust that God is up to something. For in the darkness behind the tomb's unmoved stone, in the holy Saturdays of our lives, in our orange moments of waiting, God is working a work that only Sunday will reveal.